0: You are now tuned in to Studs in a Pod, a podcast giving you a candid glimpse into the world of super terrific Uber dykes, which you can call us studs. I'm Blaze. I'm Meech. Using our voice is what we're getting into this week, so let's get into it. Homie, drop the beat. The stars, keeping real raw and, off the cuff. and we'd like to welcome you to the show next week Tuesday is a day we've been waiting for for four years <laughs> so this week we're taking a moment to focus on one main thing voting before we fill in the bubbles Meech what's really good um yo I'm, I'm excited right
1: now uh, I start my new job this week so that's, you know, that's a, a blessing right there. Can't wait to do that. Can't wait to meet my new coworkers. Can't wait to step into some new projects and see what's good with that. Um, you know, other than that, you know, I've just been trying to, I had a couple of days off, so I got the opportunity to take a little bit of a break, relax a little bit, um, catch up on some of like my little hobbies that I had going on, finishing building up some of the cars I was working on and stuff like that. But um, yeah. Other than that, just been kind of prepping for this new job and getting the old job out of my system. <laughs> what you been up to?
0: Um, well, working, of course. Um, also got my fish tank up and filled and scaped with my my uh, live plants. So we'll see how this situation goes. No fish yet, but I know what I'm gonna get. So it's just a matter of trying to find the fish. I have to wait for the tank to do its thing and be ready for the fish first, but right. and that takes a little while. But um, in the meantime, I got my eyes out for my my new little fishies that I'll be plopping down in there and plotting on my pond because I will have a pond in my backyard. Mm-hmm. That's happening. Um, so I'm plotting on how I'm going to do that and um, getting like I like I said last time I was getting organized and that sparked me to start doing my. Other side hustle shit again. So, you know, started flipping some product. <laughs> and I, I got to get them out of the, of the closet. So the only way to do that is to make them move. So I'm trying to <laughs> <laughs> make that money. You know what I'm saying? But um, uh, other than that, just been, you know, helping wife E as she does her school thing and trying to hold shit down and playing with the puppy. And Mm -hmm. you know, just living life, being happy, and taking care of my domestic life. Shit. Yeah, Yeah, man. Being
1: a grown up is.
0: Yeah, I know. (laughs) Don't grow up, kids. Don't grow up. It's a trap.
1: Facts. (laughs) It sure is. It's ghetto hair.
0: Yo. (laughs) Do not recommend. Okay. Yep. (laughs) Zero stars. Yo, for real. But on a serious note, let's go ahead and pop some peas and pay homage to some well-known and not so well-known studs, butches, and other masculine-presented women that have made moves or are making moves to help me a scene in our segment called "Popping Peas." Uh, this week we got a little twist because our spotlight is being shined on not really a masculine <laughs> woman, but you know, an icon nonetheless. And this week, we're shining the spotlight on a civil rights activist and icon for the Black and LGBT community alike. We are honored to pop one for Angela Davis. Angela Davis has long fought for the rights of Black and brown people. Her journey began in Birmingham, Alabama, where she grew up in the infamous Dynamite Hill neighborhood. In her early school days, Angela joined the Girl Scouts of America and credits the organization for instilling her desire for political involvement. Her educational yearnings led her as far as Germany, where she remained until being drawn back to the States by the growing movement of the Black Panther Party. Upon her return, she took a position at UCLA, but only lasted for one year due to her affiliation with the Communist Party. She soon after became involved in the Soledad Brothers trial, even being linked to the purchase of the guns that were used in their courtroom melee. It was thanks to this involvement that landed Davis on the FBI's Most Wanted list and labeled as a terrorist. She was captured on October 13, 1970, and quickly gained notoriety behind the thousands of people who organized to gain her release. 200 local communities, 67 countries, and the song contributions of John Lennon and Yoko Ono helped lead to her release in 1972. Her long career of politicism was brought to the forefront again after 9-11 and the war on terror that came as a result. She again voiced her opinion in 2005 and the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina and the apparent racism, capitalism, and imperialism that took place. Angela has never stopped using her voice and was selected as the featured speaker in 2017 at the Women's March on Washington. In an interview with Out Magazine in 1998, Angela came out as a lesbian and hasn't jumped off the rainbow-bagging wet yet. It's Angela's undying passion for finding injustice and living her truth that proves Ms. Davis is popping. Yeah. <laughs> we all know Angela Davis, I mean... She's just a dope, dope person. And um, so many people, uh, she's contributed to the lives of uh, speaking her truth and being righteous. You know, like when you think of righteous black woman with an afro, like you, you, you right. think about you Angela, think of Davis. Angela
1: Davis. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. And that's then,
1: who comes to mind.
0: Right. And for her to be a lesbian, you know, like be one of us, that's just makes her even more iconic to me. Anyway, yes. All right. Well, now let's go ahead and get into stew peas this week. There is so much history behind the right to vote. If you are Black, that right wasn't proposed to you until 1870. And if you're a Black woman, that right wasn't afforded to you until 1920. So many people have given their all to gain this right. So it seems a shame that so many people in 2020 failed to exercise this right as intended. The stakes are always high when it comes to determining our country's leadership. These are our lives we're dealing with. And in the year of Corona, that's a literal fact. And that should only empower you to act and not just stand back. Now, Meech, I know we don't get too political. And even though I'm sure it's fairly easy to tell who we'd be riding with. um, But on this episode with the election looming, we thought it would be a great time to just discuss the importance of our right to vote. So, um, I know I can remember my first time, but I'll let you go ahead and go first for huge. Um, do you remember your first time actually voting?
1: I, I do. Um, I remember the, the election, the, like the year I was turning 18, but I couldn't vote because my birthday was too late. Mm-hmm. So I was anxious to vote the the next election because I didn't like who we had in office. Um, so I do, I remember, you know, it was the elections were held at my local library, you know, all the old older community people were there and they were trying to help me out and make sure I knew how to vote and all that stuff. And it was, it was an exciting experience. Um, just, you know, just to be able to have my opinion count towards something so important for me, Mm -hmm. but then I didn't realize how much, how much importance was needed for other elections so it was the presidential election was the first election that I actually voted in um yeah and then you know after that I voted in every other presidential election but I didn't really start paying attention to local elections until a lot later and re- you know realizing how important those are also so now you know I try to pay attention to every election, not just the the big one that everybody talks about and the policies that are being represented and presented and how they actually affect us daily, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. everything from the judges that are are being, you know, that are up for election to your city pe- council people, all that stuff makes a difference and I hate that people feel like it doesn't. But then, you know, when you get caught up in some shit you want to blame the government, but, you know, did you vote? Right. You know, did, are you paying attention to who is in control of, you know, your local police department and who's in control of, you know, your local uh court systems and all the policies that are going into effect? Like, all that shit really does matter, especially, you know, if, you, if you're active, you know, or if you're doing something. And people don't recognize it, I think, until something happens to them and then they are like, oh, you know, it's it's the, you know they just want to blame one person, but it's it's also a ton of people, and it's all the people that you know that think that voting isn't important that didn't vote for those people that represent what what you represent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I mean, I know I, I talked a little bit about more than just my first time voting, but no, um, I mean, you know, me, we're just yeah. talking about voting. Just yeah, I, I mean, I remember, of course. Obama, that one was a big election. Oh yeah, I remember. Know, just waiting. In general, for all of us,
0: Our, that now that's an election I clearly remember. I don't remember. I don't. I remember. I don't remember my first. <laughs> I don't remember my first time voting. Like which election uh, it was because I was always excited about voting. I remember trying to vote when I was in school, and maybe like missing the cutoff because you know elections are were in November and my birthday is not until March, so. I think I was like cut off, but I was trying to convince them to let me vote still because I was within so many months of my 18th birthday or something like that. I just remember seeing the voting the voting um booths in my high school to mm. let people vote. And I was like, you sure I can't vote or whatever? But um, so, but I do remember Obama, like the first time voting for Obama and waiting in that line. What? Yep. Like brought the the folding chairs and was sitting there with just like a gang of people, and this was pre COVID days, and the line was ridiculous, Mm -hmm. ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And I can remember my parents always voting, like my parents always voted. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And my elementary school was, uh, I guess, the vote, the polling place, which I just figured, I just figured as a kid, I figured this was happening in every school when it was time to vote. I didn't know that our school was special you know what I'm saying like for that area and that's where everybody was going not special because I mean it's not that special but (laughs) like it was the polling place so I remember on those days would be like the days um my mom would actually park and come inside and do the whole voting thing and then to get to our classrooms to get to the cafeteria we had to walk through the hallway which is where they had the adults voting so you know, now that I look back at it, I wonder what, how much that shaped my view of voting because I saw people doing it. Like it wasn't, it's not foreign to me. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't ever a foreign thing. I mean, my parents didn't particularly talk to us about politics like that, but uh, at least not that I remember, but um I do remember seeing people vote. Like I remember the voting booths and wondering what was going on In the booth, and behind that curtain, yeah, (laughs) and ready to like walk up to the person and give them my my ID so they could give me my ballot based on my last name. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember seeing all that as a kid. So I just it makes me wonder if there was more, if the polling places were more spread out and access. Obviously, we know that that's a major problem because that's how that how certain parties gain control is by suppressing the votes in in different areas. That's why the NBA wanted to make all of the arenas, um, yeah, um, polling places because a lot of times the arenas are in the hood. Yeah, you know what I'm yep. saying, or hood adjacent, like triple
1: A. That's true, <laughs> you know. And and now, now that you mentioned like when you were a kid, my parents, we were lucky because my elementary school, like yours, was a polling place. Mm-hmm. But when I think about like the north, like the north side of, of my town. They didn't have any polling places. Mm-hmm. They had to come all the way over to where I was to vote. And I don't, you know, like, I don't know how much that affected the the votes growing up. That's so true. Like, I never really thought about it like that. But, I mean, it's it's important. You got to do it. It's just something you got to do. As inconvenient as it might be or whatever, like, it's your right. So like many you, people I was under- died for
0: this, you know? Right, exactly. And like you said, like... Now that I think about it, like my whole thing was always voting for the president, voting for a president, voting Mm -hmm. for a president, right? It never was really voting for that local judge or the local mayor or paying attention to who these people actually are. It's only the past few elections that I can honestly say that I've even like sat with the ballot and Googled everything that's on it. Like I need to know where this person stands. Even um, I usually tend to vote one way for the most part, anyway. But it's not that I'm not open to another way. You you know what I'm saying? It's just that that other way usually just doesn't fit with how I like to roll. Yeah. So... Yep. And I don't know. You know, like, people died, and people had to... We had to earn this right. It's not something that was given to us, especially as black people, especially as women. Black women. Right. Yeah. Like... Even even if you were a black woman, you still couldn't vote after they supposedly let black people vote. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. so to just not do it because you're just like, eh, it doesn't matter. Imagine if all those people who didn't say it didn't matter actually did vote. It would really matter. Right. <laughs> it
1: exactly. Would make- <laughs> it would make it would make a huge difference. And we could actually start, you know, all this shit that we're fighting for, you know, like we got all these um Movements that we're we're trying to put into effect, not just as Black people but as women, um, they're trying to strip away our rights and things like that. You know what I mean? So how can you say that it doesn't affect you? Right. At the end of the day,
0: especially now, now Black
1: gay women. At the end of the day, right? Like, you need to definitely be out there voting. Especially we got, now. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so we have two. So much working against us, right?
0: And we have two Supreme Court justices that are already ready to go straight down. Our right to vote, which we've only had for less than a handful of years, like they want mm-hmm. to, they want to call it um overfill. They want to say that it's and overrule it and get rid of it. And because they say it violates um, I, f- I forget now what they said about it, but they're trying to use the uh the Kentucky clerk who wouldn't give the gay light the gay marriage license to the couple, um. Mm-hmm they're trying to say that her rights were violated for her, her religious rights or some bullshit were violated. Right. And
1: I thought we're not supposed to mix mix church and state though.
0: Exactly. Uh. (laughs) I'm like, it's amazing to me how often these things come up where it is a mixture of, of that. Like, I'm not against anybody believing what they want to believe and who they want to believe in, right? That's your business. But you don't have the right to force that upon me. I'm not forcing my sexuality upon you. I just want to be able to live my life and not have to worry about losing my job because you don't like who I sleep with that night. Right. So, yeah, that's definitely a threat. And as soon as um, they could, they they mentioned it. And I think they're type excited that um, this dude gets to nominate Amy Barrett for yeah that seat because she is highly conservative with her token black children.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, had you heard about the um the court the Supreme Court justices that are trying to overturn the uh gay marriage ruling?
1: No, um, I I didn't hear specifically anything. I just know they're always trying to overturn that shit, like. We're always fighting to keep our rights, which is bogus to me.
0: And and people don't understand that. Like we're just trying to. This is how I feel. We're just you, trying to live, right? And they feel like it's okay to like, you take money out my check the same way. So why don't I have the right to be protected or have these same rights that you do? You don't get. You don't take any less. Matter of fact, you take more money out of my check because I'll never have any dependents. Oh, I was trying to look up the. The thing for us. <laughs> I wasn't expecting Gordon. I was like, you about to play a video? I wasn't I wasn't expecting Gordon the Fisherman to, to pop up there. <laughs> I was like he took me he took me out for a second. Yes. So um that's why it's important because of things like that. Like that's why it's so important to vote. I'm trying to get the names. I believe it's Clarence Thomas and I don't remember I remember. Yeah, Clarence Thomas and Samuel Alito are the Supreme court justices saying that for five years is how long we've been able to have same sex marriage in this country. And they're ready to like cut it down. Damn. And this has been a thing that I've, I've honestly been concerned about since the day our current administration came into play because that, you know, that's how they roll. So, uh, and calling this lady a victim is, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's disgusting for all victims of anything real. Um, but I mean, bigger than the uh, presidential elections, definitely, I've realized are the local elections. And like I said, I started googling everything, even the judges. Like I never even used to think about it, but I read an article, um, this this year when I was. Getting my ballot ready, which I already voted. You know what I'm saying? Go meet yeah, early me voting. too.
1: I mailed mine in.
0: Yes. Um, please vote. People vote, vote, vote. Mail them ballots, fill them bubbles. Um, And the article was like, if nothing has happened in your state with these judges, then why keep them? Right. And I was like, you know what? That's true. Like, you're right. <laughs> why keep them? So, I don't know. I not I just used to be, I, my my whole um, method of picking the, the bubbles I used to bubble before, other than the presidential one or like a gubernatorial one, mm-hmm. um, I would know off top, but the smaller ones like, and the amendments and all that stuff, like I, I never really paid attention to that now, but now even as a homeowner, some of those things mean something for me that I need to, you know be paying attention to. So like you said, it's definitely important to be paying closer attention to the locals. And I found out that even the people that I know, like my friends and family are also doing the same. Like we're all of our eyes are being open to the fact that we just, we're just going along, going through the motions with those type of elections. And we always only focus on the presidential or something big like that. And all of them are important. And even more so the ones that directly affect us like our locals right because they like you said they pick who's running the police they pick who gets to be police and what kind of trainings they get and everything that needs to be funding
1: they get all that shit that we're protesting against is is you know decided on by our local elections
0: yeah that's why it's very important to um to to pay attention and not just go go with the flow and i'm hoping that like the younger generation generation before us even though they seem to be more on top of on top of it and the importance of it than we were Mm -hmm. um they are voting i think every i saw something that said every one in 10 voters is somebody who's 18 to 23 oh wow when i think about how far away i am from 23 at this point i'm like Damn, I'm old for real. Like shit, where did that time go? For real, I was like, yo, I still remember when I was 23 and wasn't going to sleep and taking risks, driving to girls' house after the club with no glasses on. Like, what am I thinking? Oh shit! Yes, (laughs) that'll be a story for another time. How
1: how young and reckless we were, right? For Real. We just hoping that the young. Once.
0: Now I'm like I, I lose too be many reckless about boating, too many curly hairs in the shower, and I'm like I think I'm dying. <laughs> I must be dying right now.
1: <laughs> For real, I got so many
0: grays. Oh man, I got this one straight old that just like, you know, all my hair. Curly, except for this one gray hair that just wants to stick up like for <laughs> shit. To stick up? up hair, yeah. Yeah, it was, other day, I it's caught, disrespectful. Yo, for real. I caught Nikki looking at that shit. I was like, are you looking at my gray hair? <laughs> are you looking at my gray hair right now? <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's another sign of age is how serious we're taking voting. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, Yeah. Like, really serious. I mean, I don't know if it's just the situation is so... Dramatic and just like calls for your attention. Like if you're not paying attention at to this, then I don't. You should go somewhere else. Just go to another yeah. <laughs> not an island somewhere <laughs> because there is shit yeah. going on.
1: That yeah, I don't. I don't think. I think nowadays because of social media and because you know, well, yeah, mostly social media for the young kids. They have to pay attention because it's everywhere. And if you're still not paying attention, then I don't know what to tell you. You know, like back in the day, like, you know, our parents and our grandparents, they didn't have television and shit. They had like newspapers, you know, like our generation, we had a little bit more technology to be informed. But the generations below us, they have yeah, they have even more.
0: Yeah, no filters uh, because it's direct contact. Right. And that's how everything started that's how people started getting woke in the first place, right? Was because Mm -hmm. like you said, like our parents had the newspaper, so they had to wait some shit happened yesterday and they didn't find out about it until two days from now because I had to go through right. the whole paper process and right. make it to their front door. So the way that information was disseminated and during their time was so much slower. And now here we are, you know, our generation came along with that AOL dial up and all that good shit. <laughs> <laughs> and we started with, um, I chatting each other and, and, IMing and all that shit was just amazing, and being able to um, communicate at the blink of an eye about shit and seeing that, like, think about it, the NBA finals used to be recorded, bro. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, damn. They they could have already, which which I'm gonna pause. You know, my heart broke when team went down, but yeah, they fought the good fight, and I and I and I still love them. Go Heat, and you know, whatever. Congratulations, Lakers. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I just never wanted LeBron to have more rings than Dwayne, because you know I love Dwayne, but yeah, you know it is what it is. LeBron is a goat, and he did get his first two with us, so let's not let's not forget. Right, he owes it to Miami. That's right. He still he still be talking that good Miami shit out of his mouth sometimes. I hear him say stuff. I'm like, he got that from us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, look, I got off track. Started talking about basketball and shit. I, I, I don't remember what I was saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you were just talking about how
0: information is more accessible. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. See? That's why right, there's two of us. Um, yeah. And it's just so much easier to get around because now, like, I mean, even bullying is different, right? At this point in time. Mm-hmm. And it's just faster. And now that you can know, like, this dude could say something right now and we'll, everybody will know about it in two seconds. Yeah. Like, you'll look at something and they'll just post it two minutes ago and everybody right. knows about it. So
1: the whole world knows about like, it.
0: Like, the fly remember the the fly oh yeah the
1: fly (laughs) yeah (laughs) everybody yeah even if you weren't watching
0: right you knew about it you know yeah that's how you know about anything i mean i think that's how i found about black panther wakanda forever Mm -hmm. you know and and a lot and nowadays like shit ain't real unless you check social media and it's it's on there like you're like hold on i gotta check twitter all right, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I gotta Twitter see, be lying sometimes, who posted right? Right for real. Twitter be lying sometimes. Let's check. Let's check IG. What they saying on IG? You know what I am saying? Oh, right. like, oh man, yeah, it's a interesting world we live in now, especially with the voter shit. I am glad that social media um has tried to curtail some of the ads. I know they can't get rid of the people speaking like in the comment sections and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Even though I am sure, I mean, they're probably trying to monitor it. This election, because last year, last last um, election cycle was ridic- ridiculous, right? The ads and things like that, and so at least they, I think, at this point, have tried to um, calm it down a little bit. I don't really see it as much on Facebook, like the crazy memes and yeah. you know the Russians breaking through with they <laughs> <laughs> with their shit. There was a movie on Netflix that we watched. And I think it was Netflix, maybe it was Amazon Prime, but it was it was a it was a Russian movie, oh. and it showed how they could hack the system and and do all the shit they did with the election. Oh wow, like but it was a movie. I don't know if he was hacking an election per se, but he was influencing something, and he was using social media to do it, and um the way that it worked. You could easily see that as being like a blueprint for hacking into our election and yeah. showing off all the memes and shit on Facebook. Like even now there's um they're finding out uh people are using black people avatars to, you know, shout out the other side. Oh wow. Yeah, they're trying to be like yeah, they're, oh. they're trying to Yeah. Yeah.
1: They're doing everything they can, man.
0: Yes. Suppressing that vote and shit. Changing up polling locations at the last minute. Denying signatures. I just wish that there was a way to truly uh, track my ballot through the mailing in Because... I yeah, feel,
1: I, they said I feel, um, to call and make sure that it was received. But, you know... I don't know what they're doing with it once they get it. So
0: right, you could tell me that my my envelope violated something. You know what I'm saying? And I don't even know. And you just throw my 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 ballot out. Right, and my
1: right. That's concerning. But I'm trying to hope for the best.
0: Yeah. So I mean, you know, voting matters. Voting is very, 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 very important. It seems so simple, but something so simple can mean the world to so many people. And it could be just that one vote, like. Honestly, in um, the last election, it was these elections have been such narrow margins that either a a couple votes either way, and especially this is probably going to be a highly contested election. So please get out there and vote. November third, November third, November third is your vote counts. Yes, is the day. You know what I'm saying? Just ride on in (laughs) to the polls, and. Do what you got to do. Now, let's get into the wild piece, or the part of our show, where we share and answer some of the most wild questions we've seen on the internet. This week's question is... <clears throat> real question. How do I bump coochies if me and my wife are both fat? <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know about you, but when I think about this, just the image.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: I mean, very carefully, I don't <laughs> on an empty stomach? I don't know, man. <laughs>
1: on an empty <laughs> <laughs> oh god I can't answer this question oh okay I'm sorry I know this is a real question um I don't know I don't know you gotta be uh
0: flexible I guess yo for real stretch first that's, yeah that's yeah really cool.
1: warm up and stretch yes
0: I mean, how do you know you can't unless you tried? You know, like, right. have you tried it? <laughs> maybe it'll work. Belly's in the way. I mean, not if you, not if you, you know, sit, a, <laughs> not if you sit a different way. I mean, maybe the leg going to be like, you know, what
1: I'm some saying? different positions and just wiggle your way in.
0: Maybe you just weren't meant to bump coochies, like. <laughs> Maybe you gotta be more of the flippy over on your stomach and ride your butt type because yeah you're right that sounds more appropriate yeah if it's you just, it might not work well I'm just I I just don't get like have you not tried it if you're asking how right. <laughs> right.
1: okay asking how
0: get drunk one night you get look- really you really flexible when you're drunk. <laughs>
1: yeah try experiment so i've oh, been told try different positions so <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: all right well oh. let us know if you figure it out
0: So, <laughs> or if anybody <laughs> figures it out for like this is a right. question or are you if you know how to get it done
1: yeah I, I don't know i just feel like you have to kind of be creative with the positioning of your body parts
0: definitely stretch first yep and on that note, we're going to end the show here. Don't forget to follow Two Studs in a Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Catch a glimpse behind the scenes and go follow Meech on IG at The Homie Meech and on Twitter at Homie Meech and myself at It's.me.blaze on IG and It's Me 2 on Twitter. If email is more your thing, shoot us an email at Two Studs in a Pod at gmail.com. That's T W O Studs in a Pod at gmail.com. Two Studs in a Pod is available on Google Podcasts, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Breaker, and TuneIn. Gratitude is always an attitude. So we want to say thank you for lending us your ear.
1: Thanks for tuning in.
0: Thanks for tuning in. Bon voyage.